Mem Ches Amad Aleph, 15 lines down from the top. Today's shear is sponsored in honor of Rebbe Ben Riegler for working tirelessly for the Parnas Hayyim and Kviyas Itim. It's challenging. It's challenging, but Baruch Hashem, it's a tremendous chos to keep it going. And we thank everybody that helps Rebbe Ben in his job of keeping Kviyas Itim going, sponsored by some of his chaverim, because Menachem Zalman had tainus, because he didn't participate. He doesn't want you to think he's not your chaver, Rebbe Ben So he is, he just didn't participate this time. Some of his chaverim. And the Parnas HaChadosh is Lila Nishmas Baruch Ben Pinchas who spent his entire life working on Avedis Hatfila. He should be a on behalf of his beloved family, on behalf of the soldiers and captives in Eretz HaKadosh, where he was born and raised. with an Aleph, and Oishir with an Ayin. To all of the Mishtatvim in his Parnas Hashir, and to all the Mishtatvim generally in Parnas Hashir, and to our Parnas Achaydish and to his Mishpacha, Lo'ayach, Yomim Toivim, Amen. Amen. Let's go with a Gishmak. Zak de Heiligi Gemara, Hayitza, there was a woman. The also the Meipa Bahube, so she went to bake something in a certain house. Also, Barcha de Mari de Besa. The goat of the owner of the house came, Achlalisha, ate up the dough. Chavalomis, and he got sick and he died. Chayve Ravalishlumi, Deme Barcha. Rava was Mechayev her to pay Deme Barcha, to pay for the cost of the goat. The Rava was Mechayev her. Now, what's the Cheshman? Fadimalea, Pligadirav. Chayre, it's not like Rav. Rav says, Are you sorry that we said previously that he shouldn't have eaten? So, why don't you say the same svar over here? I'm not responsible for what happens to the goat. Uh, the goat shouldn't have eaten. Over there, there was shalai b'rishos, therefore no one accepted nitirusa, no one accepted the shmira of the behema, meaning the Gemara is going to fear ice in a minute what the real svar is. Rashi explains it. The svar is really the Gemara is going to say in a minute. But the Gemara before was referring to shalai b'rishos, there was no acceptance of nitirusa. Over here, there's Rishos, and therefore he accepted, she accepted Shmir. What, why? We'll see in a minute. The Gemara will explain why she accepted Shmir. The Gemara explains. Why? In the case of where a woman went in to grind by the Balabayas, and even though it's the Behemah eats it, your potter, Vimhuska, Chayeves, and the Behemah, if the Behemah got damaged, your Chayev, Taim is Shalai Bishos, Habishos Potter. But if it would be Bishos, there would be a Ptur on anything that happened. So the Chayev, why are we here when she's going in to bake? Rashi explains that this is really the ice sphere of the Gemara's Tarts. Why are we here when she's going to bake? Do we, are we Mechayev her on the damage of the goat? And over there, when it was Bishos, we potter her on the damage when she's grinding wheat. What's the difference between grinding wheat and baking? Why 
the, since this, you don't need sneers when she's grinding, the owner of the chatzah can hang around there. So therefore, therefore, he's responsible to watch his own animals because he can hang around there. Since she needs sneers because, Rashi says, she uncovers herself when she gets all involved. So the owner of the chatzah has to move away from it. So therefore, she's responsible and therefore she has to make sure that the goat doesn't come eat the lisha. So even though generally speaking, the halach is the, uh, the, the owner is responsible if he gave her shos, but in an instance where there's a svara that the owner is going to have to leave, so then obviously, the under, even though there was no, uh, no one spoke it out, but obviously if the owner is going to have to leave, obviously she is accepting responsibility. She is mechoyiv to accept responsibility to watch the uh, animal of the owner, and she can't taina. Havalah shaloi teicha. That's the cheshbin in the Gemara. First bell, and we continue. Hechnis shayir lechatzav alabayis. So the next case was a person brings his shayir into the chatzav alabayis. Amar the Gemara says it depends if it was bishus or shaloi bishus. Amar Rav. Hechnis shayir lechatzav alabayis shaloi bishus. Let's say a guy brings his shayir into the chatzav of alabayis and he doesn't have bishus. Vechafar ba bayre sichunumaris and the shayir dug holes in the chatzav. Interesting case. The shar made holes in the chatzar. Bala shar chayev iniske chatzar. The bala shar is responsible to pay for the damage of the chatzar. He damaged the chatzar. He's chayev to pay. U bala chatzar chayev iniske abar. But he's not responsible if the bala chatzar decides to be mafkir his rishos. And now the bars and rishos are abim. Even though the bala chat the bala shar the the my animal dug the shot dug the bar. Right, my shar went in shleibishos and dug the bar. So I'm only responsible to pay for the chutzner. I'm not responsible for any hezek that comes from the bar. If the guy decides to mafkir his bar, I'm not responsible to pay for any hezek that comes from the bar. What? So let's get the cheshbon. The bala chutzner is responsible for the bar, not the bala shar. Even though the bala shar dug the bar, what's this far? bar shar bar. Even though there's halacha of that the chiyav of bar is only if a human builds a, digs a bar, not a shar digging a bar. So would there, why, over here, a shar dug the bar. So why is anybody responsible for the payment of the bar? The Gemara says as far. kivan keman We have a svar. Since you should have filled it up and you didn't fill it up before you were mafkir, we're talking about your mafkir, because if it's in your shus, you're not chayv on damages. We're talking about your mafkir. So if your mafkir, your shus, there's a svara that since you should have filled up the bar before you were mafkir it and you did not fill up the bar, it's as if you dug the bar. You don't have to actually f- physically dig the bar. Even if it's your achrayis to take care of the bar and you didn't take care of it, you're responsible. So if you have a bar in your shus, and even though you didn't take the bar, and you're mafkir, you're rishos, since you should have filled up the bar before you were mafkirit, and if you're not filling up the bar, basically by being mafkirit, you're putting a takala in rishos arabim, you are responsible for anything that takes place from this bar. The bal hashar is not chayiv, because it's nothing to do with him, the bar was in your rishos, he's chayiv to pay for the damage of the property, but he's not chayiv for the damage of the bar. The bal hachotzer, since he did not fill up the bar, is responsible. That's the second bell, and today is Vav, Zion, I'm sorry, Zion, Teves, Tavshin, Pei and the Schos 
of today's Limar Atayah goes to Rabbi Ben-Sian Riegler for working tirelessly for the Parnas Hayyim and the Kviyas Itim. It is a challenging, especially in today's raid. We have to make a raise it campaign for Kviyas Itim. Especially in today's raise it campaign world, sponsored by some of his Chaveyim. Should be a tremendous chos and a great Yashikayach for all those that participate to help the Kviyas Itim program, which works. Right, Menachem Zalman, it works? Right, it works. And the Parnas HaChaydesh is Lili Nishmas Baruch Ben Pinchas who spent his entire life working on Avedis Atvila. He should be a Melitz Yerisha B'Shemayim on behalf of his beloved family, on behalf of the soldiers and captives in Eretz HaKadosh, where he was born and raised. Weiter. Zog Tehila Gigamar. Ve'amar Av, another day. Hechnis Shayir L'Chatzabal Ba'ish Shalai B'Shos Ve'hizik Es Balabais. He brought Yishar into the Chatzabal Ba'ish Shalai B'Shos and he damaged the Balabais. Oi Balabais Huzak Boy. Or the Balabais got damaged by him and he get tripped on him. Chayef. He's Chayef. It's the Shalai B'Shos. You're responsible for what takes place. Rovatz Potter. If he stamped, literally the Gemara thought Rovatz means he stamped, then you're Potter. Now, why are you potter? potter. Because you stamped your potter. You're in the Shalai B'Shos. Should be chayv and anything that takes place. Amir HaPapa, my Ravatz, Shehir bids Glolim. It means he produced Glolim. V'nit nifu kelim, Shabalabais. And the begad, the kelim of the Balabais got dirty from the Glolim of the animal. To have your Glolim bar. The Glolim are considered a bar. V'loi matzina bar. Shechiyah bar is a kelim. There's no chiyah of, of a kelim by a bar. So Mela, the Chiv of the Balabayas, the Chiv of the Shar would only be Al Tzbar. So it's a technical re- thing. Really, he's Chayim and everything. The only reason why he's Potter on this case of Nig- of Glolim is because Bar is not Chayim and Kalim. So it's a Gazach. That only works according to Shmuel that we had many times that you have any Takala, any Takala is considered a Bar. In order for it to be considered a bar, you have to be mafkirit. Over here, it's not a bar. You weren't mafkirit. It should be considered like a shar. What's the tour? We assume the person was mafkir the glalim, and therefore you are potter on kalim. On other things, you would be chayef. On Kalem, you would be Pater. So again, the Chiddush of this Brisa is not really such a Chiddush of Shalai B'Shos. It's really a Chiddush of Pater. V'amar avinichnes l'chatzav al-bayi Shalai B'Shos v'hizik as Balabais. You go into the l'chatzav al-bayi Shalai B'Shos and damaged the Balabais. Oi Balabais huzik bai. Or the Balabais tripped on the individual that walked in Shalai B'Shos. Chayef, the halach is your chayef. You want Shalai B'Shos, your chayef. Hezikai, Balabais Pater. If the Balabais damaged the trespasser, he, the Balabai says Potter. Why? Because you don't belong to my Rishos. So Mela, I am Potter. Now we're going to see in a minute, just because a guy walked into your Rishos doesn't give you your Rishos to bang him on the head. The Gemara explains what the case is. You're walking in your Rishos, you had no idea that there was a trespasser. So then, the Allah is your Potter if you if you're damaged the trespasser. But if you saw in the cameras that there was somebody in your Rishos, so you knew there was a guy here, Hezikah Balabai is chayev. Balabai has damaged him. Yalach is his chayev. My time, I'm Shem Damalei. You tell him, Nihi, te islach rishus, alafuke. You have rishus to expel me from your rishus. Lazuke, leslach rishus. You have no rishus to imazik me. So, Mela, you don't have rishus to imazik me. And therefore, if you smash him on the head, you're chayev. So, basically, the only time you're potter if you smash him on the head is even though Adam mu'ed la'ilam, 
We have a rule, Adam or Lailam. So, Lachai, why am I Potter? Adam or Lailam. Teretz says the Rishonim point out that in a case of an Oynes Gomor, an Adam is not a Mu'ad. And this is considered like an Oynes Gomor. You have no idea this guy's here. And a Mela, the Allah is, you are Potter if you damage him. We go to Shitasim, Damarava, the Samarab Papa, Shnehem Birshos, if they're both doing something, Birshos, let's say they're in Rishos Rabbim, Oishnehem, Shalai Birshos, or they're both here, Shalai Birshos, Rashi says they're both running in Rishos Rabbim, if they, that they can't do, Heziku Zezechayavim, if they damage each other with their hands, they're Chayav, responsible, Adamul Olam, Hozku Zebezebturim, but if they tripped on each other, they're both Potter, if they're either Birshos or Shalai Birshos. Time of the Shnei Bishos, Shnei Shlei Bishos, Avalacha Bishos, Vachat Shlei Bishos, De Bishos Potter, Shlei Bishos Chayev. If one has Bishos and one doesn't, then the Shlei Bishos is the one that bears the responsibility, and the Bishos does not have responsibility. So, because so this is the aside when a guy is there, Bishos, and obviously you didn't realize he was there. He was the Shalai Bishos, the Allah is the Shalai Bishos guy is Mechoyev, and the Bishos guy, meaning you're, if it's your Bishos, you're Chatzir. You're going to be potter on any damages that takes place, assuming you did not know the guy was there. Another case the Mishnah said, like we didn't have this case yet, that we had in the Mishnah, but we never had it before. If a bar, if a shar falls into a bar and ruins the water of the bar. So the is the shar is responsible for the damage of the water of the bar. That's the din. That's only if, if, if it, you damaged at the time of Nefila. Avalidach and Nefila, Potter, but if, so if it got it dirty at the time of Nefila, meaning the shark fell into the bar and damaged the water at the time of Nefila, so then the Allah is Yechayef. It's part of the Hezek Yechayef. Avalidach and Nefila, Potter, but if the damage took place after Nefila, you're Potter. Why you potter? My time. Why you potter on the kalim, on the uh, mayim, on the water? Again, if it damaged directly when it fell in, it was filthy, so it damaged the water, that's part of the damage. But if it got smelly after it fell in, and then it damaged it, then there's a tour. Why? My time. Have a shar bar. Once it fell, after it's already there, the shar becomes a bar. The hezek that happens later is considered like a bar. Umayim kalim. And Mayim are considered like a Kalim. Now, even though Mayim are not Kalim, but any item is, Rashi says, any item is considered a Kali, and therefore Mayim regarding Bar is considered a Kali. So if it damaged right away, that's considered part of the Shah. But if it damaged after it fell, so that is considered Kalim, and therefore there is no Chiv on Kalim for a Bar. That's considered like a Bar being damaging Kalim. The water is Kalim. That would be considered a bar. That only works according to Shmuel. That says even if you're not mafkir, it's considered a bar. But according to Rav, that says you have to be mafkir it. What are you going to say? And the Gemara is assuming you were not mafkir, you're sure. So that wouldn't work. It wouldn't be considered a bar according to Rav. This is the way the Gemara is saying the Memra. The only time you're responsible for the smell is if it came from the guf of the shar. Aval hivish may potter, but if it's the smell of the shar that damaged it is potter, it's not considered the shar itself, it's considered a tailada of the shar, your potter, my taima, grama it's considered just a grama, and you're not responsible for a grama. 
it's not considered a direct damage. Something that comes directly from the shower, it's considered direct damage. But a smell, which comes later after the body starts decomposing and rotting, that is not considered direct damage, and therefore, you're not chayv. So again, it's under bar. We're not mixing the Gemara. I thought it was something to do with bar. So I think we're no. According to Rav, it can't be talking about bar because you're not mafke the shor, so it's not a bar. So Elamai, what did they mean to say that the only time the Mishnah says you're responsible for the damage of the water is only if it was direct damage? If it's indirect damage, like a smell that came from the carcass, that's considered indirect damage. So then the Allah is not responsible. And again, the reason is because Grama is Potter and Ezekin. Let's say this animal fell in, we're assuming accidentally, it fell into the bar, there is a Chiyav of Kaifer. He fell into the bar, for falling into virus. So he is, he should be a Potter from Kaifer. There's no Chiyav Kaifer by Atam. We said this many times. This is what this guy does. For some reason, he has a strange craze, and he likes to fall in on people in virus. That's what this uh, fellow does. This shar does. Askinan. So that's why he's a muad. So he should be chay misa. If he did it intentionally, chay should be chay misa. What happened was he saw some food on the edge of the bar, and he was trying to eat the grass over there, and he fell in. So the kids, he wasn't really intention. So therefore, the, the so, so Rashi explains. So why does he pay kaifer? So that's right. Rashi's about why do you pay kaifer? If you didn't, if it was intentional. So Rashi says that on the nefila you didn't, you didn't, in, you didn't, uh, it, you didn't, you weren't you, on the last nefila you didn't, you weren't, you were unintentional because you were trying to eat grass. The animal's trying to eat grass. So to Rashi still there's a chiyav kaifer even though there's no chiyav skila. The Rashi says it's only by a certain muid, but not by this kind of muid. But Akapadim, in this kind of muid, that a guy that a shar usually eats grass on the tip of a bar and then falls into bars, and it happens often. We're talking about a muid, because trying to find the case of muid. So the Allah is, you would be chayef. So because that's the case, how is it possible to have a chayef kaifer? The chayef is that this shar usually eats green, like these greens at the end of bars. That's he takes risks in life and he falls into. Virus, and therefore the Allah is considered muid and your chayv. That yes, line. Maybe we'll be telling that. There was a shah on the Gemara. I would assume it. It's a good child. Good child. You wouldn't need a muid then. You wouldn't need a muid on the hezek. He's a shain on the on the achila, but on the nefila is not a shain. He's a shain on the achila, not on the nefila. So again, what are we trying to figure out? So the first terence was, we're trying to figure out how he could be a muid. Zakti Gemara, because he was trying to eat, and he fell in. Shmuel Amar, no, you don't have to come on to that. Hamani Abiyai Really, you don't pay full kaifer. You only pay half of kaifer. Again, because talking about a strange case. And the Gemara is assuming that this guy was not a muid to fall into virus. That was the assumption of the Gemara. Zakti Gemara, really, you're right. He wasn't a muid. He was a tam. And a tam pays chatzikai for according to Beis Aglili. A tam pays chatzikai for. So we don't pass like Beis Aglili. But this Mishnah is going like a Beis Aglili. And therefore the Mishnah says you pay. And it means chatzikai for. That's the second tarot. Ula Amar, Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, he damer kept tarifin. Ula says it's a Beis Aglili. And he holds like kept tarifin. To Amar, Karen, Bechatzer, Anizik, Nezek, Sholem, Mishalem. Reb Tarifin says if you're in Chatzer, Anizik, 
you pay Nezek Shalem. That's a tariff and Shita. Karen and Chatzar Nezek pays Nezek Shalem. Hachanami, Kaifer, Shalem, Mishalem. So to over here, you have to pay full Kaifer. So even though technically you're a Tam, but since you're in Chatzar Hanezek, right, talking about the father or the son of the owner of the property was in the bottom of the bar, so he was in Chatzar Hanezek. And the Mela, the Lachas, he paid full Kaifer. So you have a third Tarts. Either he's a Moed because he was eating green. Or he's only paying Chatzik Kaifer because he's a Tam, or he pays Kaifer Shalem because we're going like a Tarifin. So According to Ula, that we're talking about Chatzar Anizik, so that's how we're saying a case of his father or his son being inside of there to teach us this concept that we're talking about Chatzar Anizik. We're coming to say this Chiddush that Yechayev Kaifer. El Shmuel, according to Shmuel, what does it have to be Avabinai? Chayev, the point is that you. Uh, you uh, were going like a base like Lily, so who cares who was in the bar? Why do you have to stress that Avin and I were in the bar? It's normal, but you, you really you could have been anybody. So basically, what's the Chiddush of this din of falling into a bar? The main Chiddush is really the first Tarts, that you could be a Muid for eating grass at the end of the bar. The other two Tarts, we already had already, either we're coming to a base like Lili that holds, there's Kaifer by Atam, or Chatsi Kaifer by Atam, or we're going like a tariff, which we had this concept also, that you would have kaifer by a muid, by a tam, if it's in Chatzar Anizik. In Chatzar Anizik, according to Reb Tarifin that holds, Chatzar Anizik always pays Nezik Shalem, who are then you pay kaifer Shalem, and that is the Pshat in the Mishnah. So according to these last two Torahs, it's not really a grace of Chiddush, this Mishnah. It's just coming to say, we're talking about a shark coming in Shalem so we picked this case. But Batsim is not such a grace of Chiddush in Hilchis, in the halachas that we're discussing, it's not such a great sechidish, it's just a zayte gazach that we're mentioning in the Mishnah. So the last case in the Mishnah was, who is, if I allow you to come into my rishos, who bears responsibility for what happens? Is, am I telling you, come in, and I'm accepting responsibility? That's a tadikam sheet. If I allow you in, I'm accepting responsibility, or are you, you? Do you still come in at your own risk, or do you accept responsibility? That's Rabbi Shita. I'm allowing you in, but I am not taking achrayas on your shor. It's a machlekes Rabbi and the Rabbanan. Who, if I allow you into my rishos, am I accepting responsibility or not? It's my Rabbi Mahilchas Akatanikama that the person does accept responsibility. Who Shmuel Mahilchas Rabbi Shmuel says we paskin like Rabbi that he does not accept responsibility. I say, bring your shar in by all means, but you have to guard it. I told you clearly, you have to guard your shar. So then here's a chayef. If it damages your chayef, because you have to guard it. Who's that potter? If it got damaged, I'm potter, because I said you guard it. If I say, bring your shar in, and I'll guard it, I'm accepting on myself responsibility to guard it. Who's that chayef? Here's a potter. If... I, if, it got, if it damaged, there is a chiv, because you guard it, you're responsible. Hezek, who's, I'm sorry, if it got damaged, who's that? If it got damaged, you're chayiv, the balachatzer is chayiv, because he accepted responsibility. Hezek, potter. But if it damaged the balachatzer, he's potter, because the balachatzer accepted responsibility. So this b'risa does something strange. It says, it stipulates a case where, it says a case where I'm saying clearly, either you accept responsibility, or I'm accepting responsibility. That's the case of the Bryce, and that's going to be the Gemara's Kasha. Hagufa Kasha. Amrit, the first case, you're telling me, bring your shar in and guard it. 
Hizik Chayev, Huzak Potter. If it damages your Chayev, Huzak Potter, time Adam The only reason why the Shbala Shar is responsible is because you told him Shmari, guard it. That's why he's responsible. Let's say I didn't say anything. If I just invite you and I don't say anything, it sounds like the Balachats are me. I am accepting responsibility. That's what the first case in the Brisa says. The Brisa says, if I tell you to come in and you have to accept responsibility, then you're accepting responsibility. It sounds like if I did not stipulate anything, I'm accepting responsibility. That's what the safest, that's what the ratio sounds like. That sounds like the Rabbana, that I accept responsibility. The Seifa says, The Seifa says, if I say, bring in your shar and I'll guard it, who's the Chai of Hizik Potter? Only because I said, I'll guard it. It's only because I said, I will guard it. That's what the Balachatzer is Chayev, and the Balashar is Potter. But if it's Tama, the Balashar is responsible, and not the Balachatzer. In Mistama, we assume the guy is not accepting a Chayev. The Chayev is going like Rebbe that holds. The Balabayas has to accept. A responsibility to guard. Reish, Rabbanah, say for Rebbe, L'chayr, you're telling me we have Machlaikis Rebbe and Rabbanah. If I invite you into my house, am I accepting responsibility? Fighting more, L'chayr, and this Brisa, L'chayr, it's a stira. Reish, Rebbe, Rabbanah, say for Rebbe. Om, Rabbanah, Tavra, says it's Taka, stira. Misha, Shanazu, Shanazu. An interesting concept, but the beginning of the Mishnah is the Rabbanah. The end of the Mishnah is Rebbe. Rav, Amarnah, Kula, Rabbanah, it's all the Rabbanan. And really, generally, the Balachatzer accepts responsibility. So I, why does the safe have to say, I'm accepting responsibility? It's posh it. I'm always accepting responsibility. I did Since the Reisha says, you guard it. The safe says, I'll guard it. You're right, it's love, Dafka. You don't, you don't really have to say, I'll guard it. Because Mistama, the Balachatzer, is responsible to guard it. But since in the Reisha, it says it. In the safe it says it. That's what the Gemara of his starts. Reb Papa Amar, Reb Papa Amar, Zatik Mar, different tarets. Kula Rebihi, we're all going like Rebbe. Vesavela, Kereb Tarfin, and we hold like Reb Tarfin, the Amar, Karen, Bechatzra, Nizik, Nezik, Shalem, Misham. Listen to this Gishmaka tarets. We're going like Rebbe, and we're going like Reb Tarfin that holds Karen, Bechatzra, Nizik, Pez, Nezik, Shalem. Hilkach. Amar Le Shmarai, if I say guard it, Loi Makni Lech Makim it's not, I'm not giving you a makam. I'm telling you, you have to guard it. You don't own, you have no bylaws here. I'm telling you, you come in, but you have to guard it. So I'm not being makna you, a makam in the chatzah. The havilei karen bechatzah anizik. So then you're considered, you're basically regarding damage, you're invading in my chatzah. I'm telling you, you're responsible for damage. So so you have no bylaws here. So if you're sure damages, it's karen bechatzah anizik. The karen bechatzah anizik, misham, nazik shalom. So therefore, you pay Nezik Shalom. The Chiddush of the Bryce says you pay Nezik Shalom. The reason why the Bryce says Shmarai is to tell you, since I told you Shmarai, so Mela, I am basically telling you, you have no bylaws here. I'm regarding Hezik, you have no bylaws here. So if you damage me, it's Karen Mechatzer on Hezik, because it's my Chatzer. And Mela, you pay Nezik Shalom. But if he did not say guard it, then it's as if he was makkah to makkah in the chatzer, and therefore 
it would be a chatzar hashutfin. The karim a chatzar hashutfin and mishal malchatzinazek. Really, the guy is not accepting responsibility. It's just a question if he's allowing him to have a shtickle bialis. And when I invite you in, am I considering it as if it's your chatzar? Really, you're responsible. I'm not responsibility for your damage. The only thing that would change is if I said shmarai. That means I am. Uh, I'm telling you clearly, you're a trespasser here. And therefore, it's considered chatzar anizik. If you damage, you got to pay nizik shalom. If I don't say shmarai again, I'm not accepting responsibility. We're going like Rebbe. But you only have to pay chatzar anizik because I invited you in. You have your shows to be here. So meilo, you have to pay chatzar anizik. So my kids here, we're going like Rebbe. And really, the, so let's get clear what the three, what the two, actually three. One tarot says is a stira. Next tarot says lav dafka. Really, we're going like Yabad. Third tarot says we're going like Rebbe. And really, the balachatzer is never mekabalachrais. If he's never mekabalachrais, what's the difference what he says? What's the difference if he says shmarai or he's stam? Tarot says if he says shmarai, he's excluding you from having bailas in the chatzer. So now it's a simple chatzer on Isaac. If you damage him, you pay Nezik Shalem. If he does not say shmarai, even though he's not accepting achrais, but since he invited you in, he is giving you a bailas, temporary bailas, right? Now you have shus to be in this chatzer. And a meila is considered karen mechatzar shutfim because you belong here, and therefore you would only pay chatzin ezek. So the difference would be: do you pay chatzin ezek or nezek shalem according to Reb Tarif and Shita? That's the chiddush in the Mishnah.